0: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico,
2: This is the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Carla Marie. Thank you so much for being here. This podcast supports small business owners. It follows and tells the stories of people who are following a passion outside of their day job. And a lot of these people, they might be starting their side hustles now, right in the middle of a pandemic. I'm recording this in August, 2020. So if you're listening in the future, hopefully the world's a little bit different, but also hopefully some really cool things like different side hustles and businesses have come out of this. I know a lot of people are taking this downtime to look at what's really important. And I am one of those people right now. I know I mentioned it a few episodes ago, but I lost my job a few weeks ago. I was a morning show host. I've worked in radio for 10 years. I hosted my own show for four and a half years and now I don't. So it's kind of crazy for me. This podcast was my side hustle. Now I, I guess it is one of my many side hustles because I'm doing other things. So my co-host Anthony and I both are not on the morning show anymore. So we are doing our own little thing and we are streaming a show on Twitch every day. Twitch is just a video uh, platform. You can get it for free. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. Link is below. I would appreciate any support you can give us right now it's super helpful just to hit that follow. Even on this podcast, if you hit subscribe, leave a review. All of these things matter. I actually just switched podcast platforms. So that's really cool. And we're going to get more support and more promotion for the podcast, which means more people listen, which means more small businesses get supported. So I'm super happy. But okay, this week's guest, her name is Lindsay. She lives in the Philly, South Jersey area, and she has a pet care company. It's called Achilles Total Pet Care. Link is below to check her out. But Lindsay built this company because she hated her day job so much, and she knew she had a passion for animals and pets, and she just launched her own business. And this podcast is about finding your passion and building off of it. So this is Lindsey's story. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm
1: a hustler, side side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side side. Hustler. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers podcast with Carla
2: Marie. Okay, so coming to me from Philly today is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hello, Carla Marie. Now, are you in Philly proper or around Philly or? I'm around Philly, just in the uh, suburbs, Voorhees. Okay, cool. So you and I actually met back in 2014 and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but you sent me a DM on Instagram and I'm actually going to start by reading the DM that you sent me. I know it's probably gonna be weird to hear your own words, but I have to read it. Okay. Oh Yeah, okay. You said, Hey CM, so excited to see what you and Anthony come up with. You guys are the best and your future looks great. Not sure if I still qualify as a side hustler because I'm now 10 years deep into my pet care business. I started while working a nine to five that made me so miserable. I would cry every Sunday night and 10 years later, I still lose my mind with every new client I get. It's not glamorous and I'm not rich and I'm not selling anything, but my journey has been interesting and awesome. So now having just relocated while balancing this COVID nightmare and a young daughter, my business has taken a beating. And that's a whole other story. Anyway, I'm in dirty Jersey just outside of Philly, so I'd be honored if you consider chatting with me for your podcast. If not, good luck with everything. I've been a longtime fan and MDFer, which. MDFer is our My Day Friday podcast. But Lindsay, you obviously <laughs> qualify. You're on the podcast. You were Yay. a side hustler. I want to hear your whole story. But then you also DM'd me and told me that you were drunk when you sent that <laughs> I totally was.
1: And yeah, two glasses deep in a nice bottle of Chardonnay. You know what? I needed the liquid encouragement because sometimes you just don't know if you qualify. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I always see myself as a side hustler because... I feel like there's so many movers and shakers out there. And I'm not necessarily a terribly aggressive person. I don't know. Sometimes maybe it's just that imposter syndrome. Just going to say
2: that my friend (laughs) is called imposter syndrome. And if if you're listening right now and you're like, what the hell is imposter syndrome? I was actually reading an article about it yesterday. I'll find it and I'll link it below in the description of this podcast. But it's this thing where like you feel so confident. Then all of a sudden you're like, no, 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 wait, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't be doing this. And me personally, I've gone through this so much over the last few weeks thinking, I never should have had a morning show. That's why I got taken away. So you looked at me just now and were like, oh my God, don't do that. I'm going to tell you the same thing, Lindsay. Don't do Thank that. You. <laughs> Thank you. You've worked your ass off, obviously. you have. Been, you've been doing your business for 10 years. It was a side hustle at some point. So first of all, tell us what Achilles Pet Care even is. So Achilles Total Pet
1: Care is a pet sitting and dog walking company that specializes particularly in rescue dogs. Uh, we love bully breed breeds like pit bulls, you know. Sometimes the breeds that other companies may not be comfortable okay. taking on, which I think is so, you know, crazy, but you know, everybody has their own comfort level. I specialize in giving personalized care. I know a lot of times when you see a dog walker, you picture either like a little old lady or sometimes you know a hipster in the city with like 15 little poodles yeah. on the end of the leash. Um, and that's not necessarily what it is or what we do. We give each pet individual care. That's so cool. you're I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna take your your job dog and try and manage it with a little tiny dog and I'm going to make sure that you have peace of mind that you know Fifi has the pink bowl <laughs> in the left corner and Fido has the blue bowl in the corner because I know having a lot of misfit pets because I did a lot of work in rescue which we'll get to I'm sure that's really important because if you don't follow someone's schedule exactly yeah. things can go really wrong and for me i I had a really hard time going away and getting coverage for my pets. And I thought that maybe there would be uh, a need for someone like me out there that was kind of willing to take all those misfits that other pet sitters might have a hard time with.
2: So then why pet care? You mentioned you've worked with rescues. Like, Where did your love for pets come from?
1: Oh, gosh, I think I was born with it. My whole family uh, just has a passion for animals. But... I started volunteering uh, at an animal shelter while I was working at my job of doom. Um, and I found <laughs> I found a lot of happiness and joy just being with these animals and helping find them homes and fostering. I know you know the joy yeah. of fostering. The joy and also heartbreak. And I know it is gut-wrenching sometimes, <laughs> but I mean, I just, I loved it so much. And I just thought if I could somehow mm-hmm. take my love of animals and make it into a career, how amazing that would be. And I was lucky enough that I, one of, I made so many friends in uh, volunteering. One of the women that I met had her own pet sitting and dog walking business. She was a great mentor to me. We're still friends to this day. She cool. still hooks my clients. And I just, I, I kind of was able to marry the two and it gave me tons of experience managing these crazy
2: dogs that other people don't want to do. So that was it. And then boom, yeah. you have your own company. So what is this? Yeah. Let's go back to this job of doom. I don't want, I, <laughs> I hate to take you there, but it's tell okay. me, can you tell me what the job was?
1: Uh, yeah, so it was basically a job doing marketing for just a, a floor covering company. It was nothing, nothing special, mm. nothing unspecial. But it was—I mean, I would venture to say it was a pretty toxic, masculine work environment where uh, you know you're being told every day. I
2: get it. You don't yeah, even need to tell me, but go ahead.
1: I don't. I don't yeah, it was just—it was just one of those things where you know Sunday night would come and your your stomach would just start turning. I would sometimes be in tears. Oh, it was. It was pretty awful. You know, always a threat of a layoff, or you better look busy when somebody walks by. I remember sitting at my desk and clicking an Excel spreadsheet to my desktop doing Excel spreadsheet to my desktop, because it was a company that was dominated by men. So they didn't really give women a ton of responsibility. Your job was to just like rearrange the spreadsheet 15 oh times. Kill me. Yeah. And my boss, I would say we borderlined on him being quite inappropriate mm-hmm. at times. Um, and it was a company that was very small. He was the best friend of the owner that was really nowhere to go with it. So it was just one of those things. And you know, I'm applying for jobs. I had a college degree at that point. I'm applying around, I'm trying to get out and I couldn't nobody was hiring. It was 2010. It was not was
2: gonna a great say, time. I was going to say what year. Yeah. So 2010. Yeah. Then you launched Achilles Total Pet Care mm-hmm. while you were working at the job of Doom. Correct. How did that play out then? How did you find time to take care of pets while you're working a full-time job? So I started just
1: uh, pet sitting. So it's kind of, there's two different aspects of, well, there's actually many, but two main aspects okay. of the business. There's there's pet sitting, which is like, Carla Marie's going on vacation, who's gonna come take care of my kitty cat? <laughs> so that was pretty easy to work in. So I would either bring pets into my house if I could, um, or I would go to their house after hours, you know, in the morning before work, you know, okay. dinner time, bedtime. And that's where I started. So I would do that on the side while I was still, working my regular job of doom. <laughs> and then once I left that, I was able to start incorporating dog walking midday for Carla Marie's going to work and her dog needs to be let out and walked kind of thing.
2: That's great that you were able to do that while working the nine to five. Mm-hmm. So then how long were you doing the side hustle before you made the jump? Because this is different for everyone. I've heard a ton of different stories. I've heard a ton of different reasons. I've heard people get let go and then that's why they do it. They were kind of pushed. It wasn't necessarily a jump. So what was your, I'm, um, done. I can do this full time.
1: Well, it actually didn't go quite that way. I, uh, it was, I would say it was probably four to six months before I said to my husband, I really need to get out of this job. Like I know the business is still small. I know he was, he's a UPS driver, which is union. And he was still getting established there Yeah. Said I know it might not be the best time, but I cannot this anymore. I I, got to put myself into the pet sitting and dog walking full time. And I can't do that while I'm working at this job. So I would say it was probably about four to six months that I (laughs) so joyously Gave my notice, to which at that time my boss inst- he was always trying to turn all of us against each other. He instantly pulled my friend into the office to tell her how much I was going to fail and how much I was going to regret it. Which of course she reported oh. back to me. I mean, I know. Well, you know she tell this company this guy? But she said to him, and I, I'll love her forever for it. She's like, well, if she fails, you're really not paying her that well here, so it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so it was about four to six months. I gave him my notice, and uh, but I actually ended up taking another job okay. um, to help promote my business. Along with my volunteering, part of my job there was to go to a local pet store and clean out The cat cages there. We we had our cats set up at a local pet
2: store. So Motley Zoo Animal Rescue is who I work with here. What rescue did you work with? Uh, It was called the Voorhees Animal Orphanage, just around the corner from where I live now. That's awesome. So what happens here, Motley Zoo, sometimes if they don't have fosters, if they have too many kittens, they'll work with local pet stores Mm -hmm. and they'll have the cats be there either overnight or during the day, like in the little viewing thing so that people... Enclosures. Enclosures. Thank you. (laughs) You (laughs) There we go. Tiger King learning. So... (laughs) Um, This way, so that when people go in there for their pet food, they're seeing these rescuable animals. So it was your job then to go in there and clean the ones that you guys use. Okay, so when you were doing that, how did you market your business? So
1: I started to obviously get to know the managers and the workers Smart. there. I said, I'm like, you know, I, I gave up my job. I'm doing the pet sitting, got any part-time work for me. So they let me start working there. I'm not big in social media. I, I have my Instagram. That's it. I barely use that. So I was an old school, like I was printing flyers. I hung them up there. I went and then they would pass them out to customers Great. when they came in. My business cards. Yeah. And they really pushed me. That store really helped me to get started. Honestly, so many of my first clients. You
2: can shout them out. Whatever store it is, you can chat Got them
1: out. Pet value Gloucester Township. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, they really they hooked it up. A lot of my first clients came from them. So I did that for probably another four to six months, maybe longer. Actually, I did it until I got pregnant with my daughter. So it's probably more like a year or so. And I just kept scaling back my hours there as my business got busier and they were really flexible with me yeah. until it was like, Hey, now I'm going to have this baby and a business. Sorry, I got to go. And that they were like,
2: totally. So you make the jump to full-time being pregnant and pet sitting and pet care and all of that. What is yes. that like for you? Luckily, my fabulous sister,
1: Gina, who you know, mm. uh, was very helpful in <laughs> taking on some of the work with me as I got because at that time, business was really booming. Um, so she was doing some of the work. I was doing some of the work because those days can truly run from 7 a.m. Yeah. to 9 p.m. Yeah. So we were just kind of divvying up the time and yeah, I mean, we just, we just made it happen. I mean, 25,000 steps a day, we made it happen. Oh yeah. my
2: God. That's nuts. <laughs> so then yeah. when, you, when you have a newborn baby and you have a business like this, I would be concerned of d- taking maternity leave because then that person's going to find someone else for their dog. So what do you do?
1: What maternity leave? Oh God. <laughs> I, and my sister said, you better tell her this part. I worked up until the day I went into labor. <laughs> I did. I worked up until that morning. And I think my sister's like, look, when, when the baby's born, I'll, I'll just do it all for you. Oh for my God. Nap. Yeah. So I had it. I actually had a cesarean section on top of every. despite my, I'm going to go natural cesarean section. So that's a little extra recovery. But I do remember about four weeks after my daughter was born, I'm like, let me just go out and give it a whirl. And I remember one of my dogs was so happy to see me that she kind of plowed into me and I had no stomach muscles. I just fell like I oh just straight my- fell over. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm not quite ready yet." But you know what? There really wasn't. The- it was a few weeks, and I was back at it. I had a very supportive family. My husband was still on paternity leave, so he was able to. Stay That's home great. Home. Yeah. So, and you know, my sister was an amazing help. I had hired one other girl who from that pet store, actually, who was helpful too. And my family, my parents were willing to come stay with my daughter. Yeah. I mean, really shout out family, man. What would we be without them? I know.
2: I know. And I, and I, I preach that all the time that family's so, so important. You know, they're the kind of people that you can lean on for this and not feel bad about, but just be grateful for If it's You know, sometimes (sighs) there's someone like, Oh, I have to pay them back in some way, but like family, nah. You've got your whole yeah. life to pay him back. It'll happen at some point.
1: I'm like, you'll be old someday. I'll pay it back. I promise. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how old is your daughter now? My daughter now is seven years old and she is my best little helper. That's amazing. I'm sure she freaking loves this. She loves my job. <laughs> On my worst down days when I'm like, oh, I just, she's like, mommy, you can't. What will Sheba do? And what will this dog do? And like, she just, yeah. I mean, they become like family. Some of these dogs have been walking for nine, 10 years. Oh,
2: That's so incredible, though. And my cat sitter is a friend here Mm -hmm. who used to live in my apartment building. And she's now a very close friend. But oh, my God, I can like I told her, you don't understand what you do for me because you give me this peace of mind that I can travel and do the things that I've always wanted to do while still having like I almost didn't adopt the girls because I was like, I travel all the time. (laughs) Here we are 2020 jokes on me. (laughs) But I was like, I can't adopt the girls. I travel all the time. And then I did adopt them. And now I'm able to have that peace of mind and travel and still have them who I love so much and have them in my life. So pet sitters and people who care for your pets are saints.
1: Oh, Car- uh, you know what, Carla Marie, it makes me feel so good to hear you say that. And I hear that from my clients all the time. Like, we don't know what we would do without you. I haven't traveled in years until I found you because nobody understood yeah. my pets the way you do. Nobody gives me the good feedback that you do. I, I just, I know you're going to be there. I don't have to worry about you being late. It's just priceless. We definitely don't do it for the money. We do it for the love of our clients, human and, and fur babies. And yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not a terribly assertive person. I'm not trying to, to take over the world here. I just want to do a good job, and, and take that's care fine,
2: babies. and that's yeah. amazing, and and as long as you're happy, that is all that matters at the end of the day. But Lindsay, why do you think you, like you said, those people have never found someone like you? They don't go on vacation. They haven't gone on the vacation because they never found someone like you who cares for their pets. What is different about how you run Achilles Total Pet Care compared to other people?
1: Some would say I'm a bit of a control freak. Maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will come out, I will meet with you, I will give your pet the specific needs and the specific care that it requires. If your dog has even so much, I've had dogs that have even had aggression issues, Mm -hmm. cats that need a pill that like you have to legitimately (laughs) walk. Yeah. I mean, it sounds crazy, but some pet sitters will charge a ton extra for that. They won't do it at all. And another really important aspect of this business, believe it or not, is being tight with your competition. And I know that sounds really Hmm. weird, but it's your backup. It's your lifeline. If you're good at this job, Your competition is your best friend because you're going to get the work regardless. There is enough pets and enough work to go around. But when I'm in a bind now with COVID, which I'm sure we'll get into, needing to take extra time off, I've been able to lean on other sitters that know I'm dependable and that they can count on me in return. That's cool. I I have a strong backup system. So if God forbid something happens, I've got backup. I've got people who will vouch for me, who know that they can step in and I love their pets. And that's really mm. what it boils down to. I do. I love them. I adore them. And my, I think just my experience with them. With oh, yeah.
2: Handling these big dogs. Yeah. The whole rescue thing is just that's an invaluable experience that you can bring to this because there's anyone who would say I can I love pets and I love taking care pair of pets. I'm going to start a business. But. When you work with animals in that capacity who could be coming in sick, coming into the rescue or the shelter, you know, having three limbs, whatever it is. I mean, you're working with some of the animals in the most vulnerable situations, and you've learned so much from that. And I've seen that firsthand uh, with Motley Zoo when they're up all night bottle feeding oh, yeah. puppies. Like, it's crazy. So you, you learn everything, and, and I see what they do, and I know that you put that same kind of love into your business, but you said you're a control freak. Mm-hmm. What is that scheduling like? When you mentioned earlier, some this could be a morning, afternoon, and then you've got dogs and or cats at your house. Like, what do you use a certain system? How do you schedule all of this?
1: I do. I actually have software that manages it for me. So if you're booking with me, Carla Murray, I'll put you into my system and I will say, okay, Max and uh, Caroline need a visit <laughs> at, <laughs> at both 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. For- right. <laughs> yeah, for feeding and litter and medication and all of these things. And they go into my system. I will send you a confirmation that I'm going to be there. You'll see what it's going to cost. And I will come in. I'll do everything you ask. And then I will send you feedback saying, Carla Marie, Caroline was playful today and she ate all of her lunch and she didn't want to take her pill. She was being a stinker. But I got it down, and <laughs> and yeah, and then I'll send it to you, and you'll know I was there, and you have that piece of mind because you don't want to ever wonder like, were they there? What's going on? I know. So yeah, you'll know I you'll know we were there, and you'll know we're coming, and you'll there, yeah, there's no surprises with us. We'll we'll take care of them, and like I said, we bring the issues. Yeah, like, we
2: can handle it. That's really awesome. So by the way, anyone who's like, well, I, I need her. How do I get her? The link is below. It's AchillesTotalPetCare.com, but you can follow along. Everything is is linked below. As we're recording this, it is August 2020, the, the, the year sure. of doom. <laughs> the year the year of doom. Damaged right. my business. Yeah. So one of the first things when COVID hit and everyone started working from home, I actually, I remember saying to Anthony, my, my co-host, I said, oh my God, all of these dog sitters. Because if I'm working from home or I'm concerned about the economy, that's one of the first things I'm going to cut. I'm just going to do it myself if I'm from home or I don't need someone, I don't need to take my dog to daycare. So obviously- You took a hit. So what has this year been like for you as a a pet care business?
1: It's been pretty tough. We also, not to sidetrack too much, we moved during this whole thing also. So most of my clients... Obviously we're home, bless their hearts. A lot of them still have me come just to get their dog out so they don't have to be bothered with it. And that's that's part of becoming part of the family, I think, is that they still want you there, that they don't want their dog to miss you kind of thing. That's great. Yeah, so I have had a few, but now I'm traveling a lot further. I used to be in a different location. So I still have, it's a very localized type of business. Like you don't wanna do a ton of traveling, but my plan was, I still had a huge business where I used to live. So my plan was to be able to just travel back there and do it and then when covid hit it was like well now i'm only doing two or three walks a day so yeah the that's, travel that, yeah that, that that got that that's tricky but that is also where having fellow sitters in your back pocket comes in handy because it's like oh i can't make it down there it's, i only have one today would you mind doing it for me and they're like absolutely no problem so that's been helpful pet sitting forget it there there's nothing right now i mean i don't i think i've had a couple of cats sporadically here and there that's because yeah.
2: owners are probably like they're driving me nuts <laughs> they hate me like my cats i feel like are so excited that i'm about to head out on this road trip because they're like why is she home all the time this year Yep. Yeah. I think everybody's pets are kind of like, you're still here
1: to add to that. Now my daughter who typically would be in school or would be in oh, camp I'm is is now home with me. When, when it happened in spring, I said, Mel, put on your walking shoes. Like we're, we're going to go walk. And she came with me, but it just got too hot for her. I mean, when you're dog walking, part of it is walking 30 minutes, 30 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes
2: Which, in hundred degree weather. Let's keep, yeah. I wanted to bring that up. If you're listening from Seattle, you do not understand the, <laughs> the pain of the East coast summers. It's a hundred degrees, but it also feels like you're just walking into wetness. <laughs> yes. Like the, the temperature is just, it's a lot and most days in the summer on the East Coast, you're almost advised not to walk outside. I know my mom right. can't when it's certain temperatures. She's recovering from her heart surgery. And once the heat hit, she's been on a treadmill now instead of walking outside because it's so unbearable. So yeah. as a dog walker, getting the dogs outside, I mean, I'm yep. sure even they're like, wait, why are we doing this? It's hot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you do have to monitor the type of dog, how you know what time of day it is. A lot of people are like, Can I have one at eight o'clock in the morning? I'm like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot of them, you one of them loves to be hosed down, so I hose her down real oh. good first. And then yeah, she loves it. And then we go for like 15 minutes because I mean she just can't do a half hour in the heat. But it is, it's it's a lot of walks in a row, and it's a lot, it's too much for adults, let alone a child. So That's also been really fun trying to, you know, throw her on my back and and bring her along. But you do what you got to do when you're the business owner, when you're doing it for yourself, you do what
2: you got to do. Absolutely. And I see your shirt says professional pet lover. Is that like your official shirt of the business?
1: Yes, definitely is.
2: Do people stop you ever and be like, What is that shirt?
1: Yeah. Or um they'll say, Oh, what is what does professional pet lover mean? Are you a vet? Are you a groomer? That's great. I'm like, No, I'm 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 a dog walker and I'm a pet sitter and I'm a first and foremost, I'm a professional pet lover. So that's it. I say serving serving wiggly butts since two thousand and ten. <laughs>
2: that's what I do. <laughs> Okay, I love that. I think that's what your shirt needs to say. That'll get some attention. It does on the back. Oh my god, that's hilarious! There you go. People are probably like, "What?"
1: Yeah, it It, it, it does bring a couple head scratchers for sure. They're like, "What does that mean?" Yeah.
2: Have you? I don't know how this world works. Have you ever thought about going into grooming, or is that like a whole nother?
1: Yeah, I have considered it, it. Then I'm looking at brick and mortar and that sort of thing, and that scares me. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm a very scared person of pet pet sitting and dog walking. There's not a ton of overhead with that. There's not a ton of risk. You know, there's insurance. You can get a mobile one. I know they look so cool, but yeah, I really I have considered doing that. Um, I used to do transportation and a bunch of other services, but you know what? As time went on. And my time was being stretched. I just realized I kind of had to focus in on Mm -hmm. something more specific. Yeah. And I actually, in recent, even before COVID hit in recent years, had really scaled back my pet sitting, the stuff that was 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. And you also have to start kind of even cherry picking your clients a little bit as you get busier because the person who books you and then cancels you and then like you just you can't it's not worth it it's not worth it after a while so yeah I kind of went with the dog walking because the schedule worked the best for me and now I'm waiting to see what happens with COVID to see if I can maybe bounce back and and branch off again and 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 because at one point it was great it was so busy and I'm I'm hoping to get back there again I'm just I'm kind of riding it out right now
2: you will we all will I love that you said you kind of just focus on one thing Mm -hmm. and I have this it's you know it's great to dream and it's great to have these ideas, but I have that same issue too, where it's like, wait, I am doing too many things that, you know, the main thing isn't getting the love anymore and we're not focusing on that and I think that's a great tip for anyone who is in the middle of a side hustle or a business owner or dreaming of owning their own business don't forget the main reason why you're doing something and what is your your main thing it's okay to have a million things that you're doing but you have to water them all basically at the end of the day and what is that you know that main plant that needs the love that's really going to either bring in the money or be the core of your business you can't forget about that and we all do that because we're dreamers you know everyone who's on yep. this podcast. We're, we're dreamers, we're go-getters, we're creatives. And it's it's tough to kind of hone in, but I'm glad that, that you brought that up and that you did because I get it yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah,
1: it is. It's easy. It's so easy to want to say yes to everything, especially mm. when you're first starting, And but it, eventually it will burn you out. So yeah, you kind of have to just focus in and say, okay, here's where my time is best spent. Here's where the most money is made. Here's where I can get coverage easiest if I need it for something. Yeah. And then, and then go with it. And then once, once that maybe takes on a life of its own, you can start kind of putting your feelers out other ways again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The balance of being a business owner or a go-getter is knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no, because Mm -hmm. you hear all these like quotes and advice. That's like, just, I've said it, just say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And that's a great tip for when you're starting out in a career or something, but you also have to learn when to say no because you will get burnt out. And I've, sun- I've said both. I'm like, I'm going to say no this year or I'm going to say yes this year. But it's a matter of really when to say no, when to say yes. And it, that's if you can figure that out, you're set. But it's hard. But- it did.
1: It took a while, and I mean, my sister working with me, she would laugh at me like, "Why are you doing this one random pet sit on a Saturday night <laughs> for twenty dollars? like, why are you doing that?" I'm like, you know, I think it's time to revisit my mission a little
2: bit. <laughs> it, that's what family's also for, as yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know. So we have to talk about 2014 when we met. <laughs> yeah. So you and your sister have actually been supporters of Elvis Duran in the morning show where I used to work, of myself, of Anthony and I, and the show that we we've had together in some capacity since before then and in 2014 well I don't even remember like I know you guys came up to visit the show in New York City when I was working there at the studio but how did that happen I know your sister Jean is there so how did what the hell happened you emailed what did we do okay so backtrack a tiny bit I did find Elvis
1: in the morning show when I started the business. FYI, I don't okay. know if I told you. No. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it was. I I remember it was right around Halloween, and I was pulling up to a pet sit, shuffling through stations, and I heard a David Brody phone tap that <laughs> that made me so mad. I sent hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember it was, what it was? I do. It was about dog breeding, I, and I was working in rescue, and I was like, "That's not funny." I was. I was. I don't even want you know. Whatever. Oh my but god! Yeah, I can't I was, wait
2: for him to hear this. He needs to yeah, listen. Yeah. So,
1: but, and then I was like, well, actually this is kind of like, I started hate listening and I just fell in love with you guys. That's and what then happened. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, Gina, you got to listen to this show. And yeah, the rest is history. Okay. So 2014. That's great. Uh, I called into the show. I don't even remember why, just probably just trying to be first caller or whatever. And you and I had a good time on the phone. You were wonderful as always. Thank you. And you, you were going to send me a shirt and I got my shirt and I ripped the package open. I'm like, yay. And then I kind of looked in there and there was this letter that I had actually ripped by accident. I'm like, and it said, congratulations, you won a tour of the Elvis Duran studio. And I'm like, what the what what happened here so I called my sister screaming I'm like
2: I don't know Carla Marie must have thought I was amazing because she invited us to the Wait. (laughs) before we get to the rest of the story I'm laughing now because that probably was a mistake
1: it was okay because
2: (laughs) that's sure okay that's sure it would go to um if there was a charity event a lot of times we would auction off tours so I probably printed the. okay wait keep going this is great I didn't even I don't remember this Oh yeah. So you're like, um,
1: did you win it from a charity? When I emailed you, you were like, did you win it from a charity? I was like, no, I was just first caller of the day. You were like, oh my gosh, I think one of my interns sent you that (laughs) by mistake, but but yeah, you're like, but no worries. We'd love to have you. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, you invited us down. It t- you guys were redoing the studio at the time. Yep. So it took a while for us to all get together, but um, we did. And it was one of, we still say it was one of the best days of our life. We had so much fun with you guys. On the anniversary of it, we always text we each always other. Text oh <laughs> my God, you have to
2: send me, do we, you still have pictures? You have to send them.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I look at them every once in a
2: while. It was summertime, wasn't it?
1: It was. It was June. Yep.
2: Yeah. See, I, I and I remember you guys coming in and I always bring this up because you guys knew so much about the show and about everyone on the show that we actually had Josh, who works for Elvis around in the morning show, interview you guys to see how much like trivia you knew about all of us in our lives. Like you guys knew my boyfriend's name at the time and you knew like oh, his yeah. Instagram handle or something crazy. And it's just, it's so cool to see how much you've invested and how you've supported at the time people you didn't even know.
1: Yeah. And then you had us call in the studio or you called us a couple of days later and had us on air and had us go against Greg T. I mean, it was the yes. whole thing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah.
2: It's cool when you you meet people like you guys who are amazing, supportive, fun, and like in for the ride. Like I know I can call you if I needed you guys to be on the air to have fun with something. So
1: of course, no. And you guys, Carla Marie, you've always been such an amazing inspiration to so many people. And even just kind of being with you with what you're going through now. And not that you want to hear this but it, it even makes you more real and more you thank know you. than if it's even possible than before like it's it's,
2: it's like thank you it's,
1: uh, even somebody is successful and motivated as carla Murray hits his rough spot yeah no it's you true kind of get through
2: it. in the radio world you always want to be relatable and mm-hmm. i mean really i guess in any industry you want to be relatable to some extent so that someone relates to you and wants to buy from you or work with you or get your service mm-hmm. and it's funny i was like man i've never been more relatable <laughs> and there's millions of people without their job and me too and it's like yeah. how are we bouncing back from this and and i'm lucky that i have this insane support system i don't I, you know i'm not an accountant who lost my job right I've, i'm so grateful that i have people like you guys and people who listen to our my day friday podcast or stream the new show that anthony and i are doing on twitch a few days a week it's just we have this okay we fell but we have everyone who just caught us now we're all kind of building this together and it's yeah. it's so different than what the average American is going through. However, that gut punch it's real and it's relatable. That's for sure.
1: It is. And you know, we, w- we wish you the best, but we know you're going to be fine. Like Thank you. whatever you do is going to be amazing. And we're going to be right here being weird. Like always. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: I love how this Watching podcast you from the corner. <laughs> no, don't watch from the corner. Just watch. You're not creepy. You're good. <laughs> but I love how this podcast went from how you worked your ass off to you went from a job that you hated to finding something that you love and spending years doing to talking about just the most random thing, because we've known each other for so long and, and the connection is what I talk about in every podcast how it's important to know people and to interact with people and to be a good human and that's how we've been able to know each other all these years I mean yeah at least six years at this point we've been in touch yeah. um, yep. through social media and it's important to have that it doesn't have to be social media but mm-hmm. it's important to make connections with people. So
1: yeah, thank you it both. Is. Yeah, <laughs> and- no, I agree. It is so important. And just kind of going back to what I said, yeah. And in this in-, in my industry in particular, like women help each other, man. Like we don't, yes. we don't, we don't pull each other down. We, we build each other up. We throw each other business. We help each other out. And if everybody could do that a little more, I think we'd all be in
2: a much better place. Yeah. I, I can agree <laughs> with that one. I think that is actually like the best place to end on. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank course. you, Gina. Thank I know you. your sister popped in. Thank- hi, Gina. You can say hi. We can hear you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> thank you guys so much for doing this. I appreciate it, Lindsay. And everyone, go support Achilles Total Pet Care. Link is below. Even if you're not in Philly, like just go click on the website. <laughs> Check it out.
1: <laughs> thank you, Carla Marie. I really needed this right now, honestly. Aww. So
2: thank you. It reminds you're- me why I'm here and that I can make it through. And Yes. Thank- Do not forget. The dogs need you, like your daughter said. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really
1: did need this. And it was good to see you.
2: You too. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting Lindsay. If you're in the South Jersey, Philly area, check her out, have her watch your pets, take care of your pets. Link is below. It's AchillesTotalPetCare.com. And again, I am also doing a show right now. At this moment, it's three days a week. It's about to be every single day. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony with my co-host Anthony. And it's just almost like a podcast that you're watching, but also like a morning show. There's a lot of different things going on on, but link is below. We are about to head out on a cross country road trip from Seattle to New Jersey and then back to Seattle. And we're going to do stops in a ton of different cities, posting the list of cities to Instagram this week. It's at the Carla Marie. You can check it out there, but we're going to stop in cities and we're going to do a video stream and a podcast in every city. So I could be coming to your city. We're going to have t-shirts you can buy that are fun employment road trip tour t-shirts. It's super cool. And it would be really awesome to meet you safe and socially distantly, so um, follow me on Instagram at the Carla Marie you can also follow along at Carla Marie and Anthony I would love to meet you even if you don't listen to the Carla Marie and Anthony show and you just listen to side hustlers I still love you that's cool I appreciate you for supporting me and not Anthony it's totally cool but thank you for being here seriously i appreciate you i know all of these side hustlers appreciate you for supporting right now if you do have a side hustle you can reach out to me all of that stuff is below would love to hear your story this podcast has been produced by houston tilly and until next week keep hustling and be a good human
0: from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip